This episode is brought to you by Mubi, a curated streaming service showing exceptional films from around the globe. Every day, Mubi premieres a new film. From award-winning masterpieces to festival-fresh gems, movies you've been dying to see or ones you've never heard of before, there's always something new to discover. For a limited time only, during the Cannes Film Festival, you can try Mubi for three months for just $1. Till the end of the festival on May 25th, go to mubi.com slash filmcomment to claim the offer. That's M-U-B-I dot com slash filmcomment for 90 days of hand-picked cinema for just $1. The Film Comment Podcast is sponsored by Kino Lorber, presenting a new restoration of The Queen. Decades before Paris is burning, this iconic 1968 documentary introduced audiences to the world of competitive drag. The Queen comes to theaters starting June 28th. Counterpunch calls the new streaming service Ovid.tv indispensable. Head over to explore their catalog at www.ovid.tv, that's O-V-I-D Until May 31st, you can use the code CAN to get 50% off their monthly subscription for three months. Hello, welcome to the Film Comment Podcast. This is our special can edition, another episode. It's it been going on for a week, so hopefully uh, you've been listening in every day and hearing about the films as they're premiering. Uh, and we've had a wonderful assortment of guests, uh, and today I'm uh, very proud to welcome our latest. Uh, my name's Nick Rapold, I'm the Editor-in-Chief, and today I'm very happy to be joined by... Carlo Chatrian. I will be start... Uh, uh, June the 1st with my new adventure, with my new job at the Berlinale, and in 2020 will be my first edition in Berlin. Very, very exciting. We've all been, you know, looking forward to this and, and eager to go, and hopefully this will be a year where I'll finally be able to go. It's always kind of a tragedy for me because we're working on our March-April issue when Berlin happens, and, and it's, it's this yeah. one week that I can't travel, yeah. but... You definitely have to come then. I will find, I will find a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. So, uh, you know, this is, you've been to Cannes several years now. Uh, what, what year is this now for you? Well, I'm Italian and I'm living, I, I used to live, now I moved to Berlin, but I used to live not far from the border to France. So Cannes was one of the festivals that was closer geographically wise and not only because of its prestige mm -hmm. to me. So I think my first year was in 1993. I was a student at the university at the time. So I came as a journalist, but with a very, very low rated badge. So oh, yeah. it was like a little bit of uh, stress to, in order to get into the screening. Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, it was like, super exciting for, you know, 21 year boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, you started, you started uh, early and, and what, do you remember any films from that particular year? Well, that was funny because now if I have to mention one film, uh, it's not very um, typical for a, a journalist, but maybe because my background was more the history of cinema. I remember clearly a film by Maurice Piala, which was uh, not uh, a new film. It was uh, a film uh, showed at the, I think at the Critic Weeks, uh -huh. and it was Sous le Soleil de Satan. Oh, uh, yeah. So I remember That's that great. film, that screening uh, very, very strongly. Mm -hmm. I didn't have memory of films sh shown at that year because I stayed only for a few days, but okay. then uh, over the course of the year, uh, I remember many, many screenings, especially at the DBC. That was the, mm -hmm. you know, the theater for the press people. It was okay. like the home for them. Uh -huh. Now things uh, have changed, so I know that it's more complicated now for press. Yeah, it's always, every year it's new newly complicated in some way. 
And then, so over the years, you've been coming here in different capacities. And exactly. How, how, how has that changed, you know, how you, how you come to the festival and what you see here? Yeah, well, I think that in the last 20 years, festivals in general has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And Cannes, being the most prestigious one, has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. I've seen the market getting bigger, like mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. building up year after year, in different pieces going more yeah. towards the sea. <laughs> and, and then, of course, the market has become more important also for me because as from from I started as a film critic for reviews and, 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 and mainly reviews and magazine. Then I became a programmer. So it was mm. more scouting the market than uh, yeah. watching the film presented at, at, at Cannes. But nevertheless, every year it's important for me to watch also the film mm-hmm. uh, premiered here because you got a sense of what is happening and also yeah. the trend that the cinema is is taking on and um, yeah and then maybe the other things that change because i remember vivid now the first year i remember that the croisette was more lively i mean more party more people oh, yeah. in the street now they yeah. still have a lot of that but maybe it's also part of the cinema that is more uh, fluid you can see film everywhere at the mm-hmm. time was a more exclusive so oh, okay. you feel the the need to be part of this uh, also yeah. glamorous reality. Yeah. No, I always like talking to, to people who, uh, you know, have been going for many years. I, I think I interviewed uh, Olivier Essayat once, and he, he had fond memories of just sleeping on couches and coming exactly. to see the movies. Yeah, I remember having a very long talk with uh, Jean César Monteiro. Oh, so wow. I wanted to make an interview with him, and he told me, yeah. yes, come uh, at, uh, at the dinner. And then the dinner, he was not there, so I wait. And we started, uh, eventually came, we started the interview at 11 p.m and we end at 2 a.m. Wow. So something I think <laughs> nowadays cannot happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, and I mean, so this year you've been able to see a few movies. Obviously, you have a lot of, you know, obligations mm. here uh, being, you know, a festival <laughs> head. But, you know, what are some movies here that you've seen so far that, that has really, has really mm. struck, struck you? Well, I've, I've seen little movies because mainly my, my, my days are spent in with meetings. But yeah, it's... Um, I've seen some very interesting, some very challenging movie. Um, I had a very um, nice, uh, got a very nice feedback. You know, movies you watch and then sometimes they work inside you. Mm -hmm. One of these movies for sure is uh, Bertrand Bonello's Zombie Child. Mm -hmm. And um, I like very much the style of Bertrand Bonello. I think this film was one of these most challenging because of the narratives, because it's a story that takes place in two different times. Uh, back in the 60s in Haiti and nowadays in France. It's in a way, it's a kind of, uh, uh, I wouldn't call it second part of Nocturama, but still uh. it tells a lot about the new generation in France because the part in France is uh, set in a school for um, a son and daughter mainly because it's a female school of uh, people who got the Légion d'honneur, which is the highest distinction in, in France, but r- which come back to the colonialism time. And the time uh, and the other story set in the 60s, really a zombie story in the vein of Jacques Tourneur. So it reminds me at my time at, at Locarno, I did a retrospective oh. on Jacques Tourneur. So yeah. I pay a lot of reference to this kind of film. So it's a film that in a way shifts from the past to the present and, uh, and investigates a lot. Uh, I mean, at least investigates investigate a lot me. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I saw the film as well, uh, and it's 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 quite interesting how it start it has these parallel tracks that it goes on, and then they kind of collide at the end, um, more or less. Um, and it is interesting to think of it what you're saying, connecting to Nocturama, as if they're almost both zombie films in, in the way. Yeah. Uh, just in the sense that Nocturama is very much, uh, you know, a group of uh, young people who are kind of adhering to a certain ideology and going where it takes them. 
Yeah, in this film, I don't think it's very much about ideology, but exactly it's the opposite, the lack yeah. of ideology. And then, of course, the, the, the way uh, Bonello shaped the, the, the young female character is very interesting because they compose something uh, bigger than each of them by taking individually. And um, yeah, and I think it's, it's very interesting the way you represent uh, a teenager. It's not uh, common in the French cinema. And uh, I think it's also part of his de and desire to embrace not only them as a character, but also them with their universe. Mm -hmm. uh, because the film has uh, changed a lot in terms of style. I like very much you, the way you work with the color yeah, yeah. And, 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 and with the editing. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for sure. And, and there's also this interesting dialogue between the kind of classicism of their surroundings and, and the and the more colloquial nature just of their teenage so yeah. social set. And then this completely separate culture of, of I guess, voodoo or what's the voodoo? voodoo. voodoo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, to me, the voodoo comes like a, a virus, an infection uh, mm -hmm. in between the, the reality that every teenager live with their mobile and their war that is not material. And on the other hand, the desire that society as to shape their form, which is the school. In oh, yeah. they, they are they are being part of a very rigid school, a very elitist school. Yeah. And the voodoo and the story that comes from the 60s arrive nowadays, and maybe some people can think about the cinema of the 60s as well. It's like it's like a virus that changed a little bit uh, the reality, and Same. and then it's very interesting. Also, now remember that the film end not in the present time, but end uh, in the 80s, right? Yeah, which yeah. is also another way to a little bit. Uh, Confuse or make the things more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and also just the, the idea that the, the past is always with us. It's kind exactly. of always walking amongst us, like <laughs> like a zombie a bit. Exactly. Um, and yeah, the Turner's retrospective. I, w I was happy to be there for, for at Locarno for that, and I did think of it a little, uh, just the, the sense of mood. Um, and uh, another film I think we were just talking about just before the podcast. You said you saw was uh, the Albert Serra film. Yeah, I think. Speaking of ghosts oh, and, yeah. uh, and people who live, uh, we don't know exactly where and when. Uh -huh. Albert Serra film yeah. uh, uh, echoes very well and matches very well yeah. with the Bonello film as a as one night and uh, mm -hmm. in the in the forest, a group of uh, libertine. I don't know if you have this word in yeah in, libertines. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, coming from France. Well, actually, they were banned from France and they moved towards mm -hmm. Germany, but they they stop in in a wood. Yeah. But this is just uh, the background. The film is really m very much about, well, Albert, Sarah introducing the film uh, said it's very much about desire, but probably we have to complete that sentence about desire in the 21st century to me. It's like oh, the impossibility of the desire to be fulfilled, which is something that relates, of course, to the sad, but at the same time, nowadays, it takes a different uh, angle because yeah. uh, what really impressed me a lot is that uh, well, the film is very explicit. You have a lot of nudity. Uh, there is, but there is no erection in all the film. It's like impossible to uh, uh -huh. get arousement, and uh -huh. people are always completely, every time, distracted by other things. So oh, they sure. are, they are like their mind. They cannot focus even on something that is very present, like the desire. Right. Uh -huh. And so the film is quite demanding because it's there, there, there is basically no narrative. Uh -huh. But at the same time, the way the editing has, is done. In a way, it's become like a kind of hypnotic. You want to, you want to know more. You uh -huh. want, to, even though you will know that it, the more is gonna be the worse. Like, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, I, I was it, very it. intrigued by the, this film again because it's a film that when you watch, you 
you try to embrace all the elements. Uh, yeah. Then, like in Bonello case, at least for me, it's a film that still uh, travels, still works with 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 me. And yeah. uh, so I was thinking about just the beginning of the film. The film is very much about um, very much about body and visual mm -hmm. and act uh, and punishment and exhibition. But the yeah. beginning is only with the word. Mm -hmm. uh, and as the beginning is about something that is literally obscene, something that you cannot watch. Right. It's about uh, the, the, real, the real death, uh -huh. the, the, the torture and the death. Uh -huh. And I think it's a very clever and moral way to start introducing uh -huh. things. So yeah. uh, there is something that we won't show because it's belong uh -huh. to the reality. Uh -huh. And then we enter this world, which can be the cinema, the theater, uh -huh. whatever. And we are, and the, in the way we are watching our ghosts, our Wow. Personal ghosts, I guess. Well, maybe yeah. not my, but yeah, we can sure, connect yeah. with these kind of ghosts. Yeah, I this I, <laughs> I probably said it should be should have said beforehand that I'm seeing this in about an hour, so I, I don't have much to say. But this sounds terrific, and <laughs> and um, actually Dennis was when when he when he was talking about it, uh, he also responded very mm. very strongly to it. And um, there, I, it seems like it must be probably one of the more radical selections here in terms of like really pushing the possibilities of like a, pu a pure cinema uh, and and challenging audiences in a way that maybe, you know, in a different way than other films yeah. are here. Yeah. yeah, well, Cannes is very good because of that, because it yeah. can show very radical film and yeah, very yeah. straightforward. I forgot to tell you that I really liked also Almodovar film. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. touching, especially, I don't know how he made, but every time he introduced the character of the mother, Oh, something yeah. very emotional came yeah. out and every time it's a different mother but at the same time we can feel that yeah the the the, the one single mother is behind every every one of them yeah 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 i know i i also liked the the, the moldovar it, it it felt that it was it was personal he was challenging himself to be personal in a different way or kind of a, a mm. fresh way um and there was almost something mimetic about antonio banderas's performance <laughs> yes. you know the, the the intimacy of their collaboration came through in in the fact of yeah. how close he was yeah and my, my friend from spain they told me this is something that i couldn't i couldn't see that the way he speak is really the way almodovar speak oh, the really? accent the way of pronunciation some oh, yeah. some pronouncing some some vocals or oh really yeah, that's, that's great. That, that's another thing I love here is is talking to critics from each of the countries of the films. I learn much more that way mm. uh, than you know my usual you know ugly American <laughs> perspective on things. But uh, yeah, I mean the, the Sarah. Just going back to the Sarah for a second. Uh, I mean, I would I'm very excited to see it just because I I've liked his recent features, especially you know Story of My Life, the you know which is drawn in in some ways in a very detailed way. From the Casanova, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, and and I just I like the way that he is able to, without any excuses, really just dig deep into you know 18th century tradition, uh, and and you know you find that it's it's the ideas there are a bit more vibrant and immediate and um, fraught in some ways because they're fresh <laughs> mm -hmm. in, in that moment, um, and the stakes are the same uh, I'm now as they are then in a way, which is these are still things that we have to fight for, um, the, the kind of primacy of, of a enlightenment perspective, for mm, example. Yeah. Um, but uh, this one sounds, it's, it's, it's another aspect of it. it. It is, well, Albert Serra in his film, very often, I think almost ever, uh, start with um, characters that are very well known, like mm -hmm. uh, the three ki oh, kings, the oh, yeah. Paoli kings, or as you said, Casanova or, or and Dracula, because yeah. Casano this time is the only time where basically you don't have one character, but you have a group of people, oh, okay. and basically you don't have the character in the sense they are not 
they, you don't have any psychology. Well, in, it's not about psychology, but it's not even about having the possibility to individualize any, any, any each uh -huh. of them. Uh -huh. And uh, it's more a collective uh, vision uh -huh. uh, through, or maybe one single vision through different bodies, man and female, because it's very uh -huh. horizontal. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So female can uh, interact with other female or with man, and the man can interact with man and, f and female. And uh -huh. So I think it's it tried to really go a little bit beyond the things he has done with yeah. uh, even in the history of my death. Interesting, interesting. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. is very interesting. Like I like very much when a director uh, find the energy to uh, in a way not quit but make a, a step forward. Like hmm. the, I know that you have talked about Porumboyu, but for me it's a yeah. very good example. Sure. So no, the film The Whistlers, where you can see. The, the, I mean, if you know his previous film, you can see every single element, but at the same time, it looks differently, the editing, the story, the yeah. humor. Yeah. So I like very much when you, even filmmakers that you pretend to know well, they, they surprise you with, the, with, yeah. their, with their story. While the masters of international cinema grace the Crosset, Mubi brings the best of Cannes to you. This month, stream highlights from the festival's past with Mubi's annual Cannes Takeover series. This year's impressive lineup includes Palme d'Or winner, Four Months, Three Weeks, and Two Days, as well as Amores Perros from this year's jury president Alejandro González Iñárritu, plus career bests from Cannes heavyweights Gus Van Sant, Hirokazu Koreeda, Takeshi Miike, the Dardenne brothers, and many more. Plus, if you sign up during the festival, you'll get three months for just one dollar. From now until May 25th, go to movie.com slash film comment to claim the offer. That's M-U-B-I dot com slash film comment for 90 days of great cinema for just $1. The Film Comment Podcast is sponsored by Kino Lorber, presenting a new restoration of Frank Simon's The Queen. Decades before RuPaul's Drag Race and Paris is Burning, this groundbreaking 1968 documentary introduced audiences to the world of competitive drag and features LGBT icons and activists like Flawless Sabrina, Crystal LeBeja, Andy Warhol, and Edie Sedgwick. Writing for the Chicago Sun-Times, Roger Eber called it a gutsy, funny, really very moving documentary. The Queen opens June 28th at IFC Center in New York before expanding to select cities. Ovid.tv is sure to be your favorite new streaming platform. Their selection is huge and includes work by Claire Denis, Chris Marker, and Ryosuke Hamaguchi. From now until May 31st, listeners can head over to www.ovid.tv and sign up with the coupon code CAN. That's C-A-N-N-E-S, to get 50% off the monthly subscription price for three months. That means you get Ovid.tv for just $3.50 per month for three months. I definitely want to talk about the poor and boyu, but I'm, I'm curious to ask you a question. Like generally, what, what in the past few years, you know, uh, at Cannes was an example of another filmmaker who kind of took things in a specially different direction for you? Uh, or a that's few. A, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's an interesting question because if... Um, well, one good example is mm -hmm. not coming from the last year, but it was in the, like, I think it was four years ago, mm -hmm. is the uh, Petit Cancan, Little Cancan by Bruno oh, yeah. Dumont. So yeah. I, I, I had an interview with Bruno Dumont here in Cannes with his first film, La, uh -huh. La Vie de Jesus. Oh, wow. And I was very, I mean, very moved, but also uh, it was like a, a punch in your in your belly, that, that yeah. film. So I discussed with him and then I follow his trajectory mm -hmm. with an even more daring film, but yeah. always very profound, very deep, very... I remember he told me, 
sometimes you need to be bored in the film, which is a kind of mm. very radical concept. Yeah. So it was like going to that, that direction. Then with the Petit and Ken, it, it did something totally different, going yeah. to the comedy with a different way of um, acting, a different narration. So that I think it was a very good example yeah. of a director that surprised me. Yeah, I know for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the slapstick and, and, and the kind of really a different, a different angle on, on the rustic setting that sometimes you would have, at allowing it to have a comic, more comical aspect uh, in it. And I, it's funny that sometimes people say, oh, he's making fun of, the, of these individuals, but I don't know, I, it all seems in good fun. I don't, I don't think about that because yeah. he, they, are, they are, of course, they are not professional actors, yeah. but at the same time, they are actors. So they are sure. composed, uh, like yeah. in Slapstick, they are composing the character yeah. along with the director. Yeah. And the way they are filmed is not about, it's really, they are composing something together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bruno told me that, he, especially with the actor who played the detective, yeah, he's he great. has like a earphone and he gave direction to him like on, uh, on, basically on, on uh, simultaneously. Uh -huh. So it's really composing something. It's, it's not taking them as they are right, right. to make fun of. Sure, sure, yeah. No, that, that makes sense. So, and have, have you seen, you haven't seen the newest um, Dumont no, yet? No, unfortunately not. Oh, That's yeah. something that I, hopefully I will catch up uh, yeah. in the last, in the last days of the festival. Yeah. 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 I was, I was very, um, I was, I was very pleased by uh, the first Joan d'Arc. Yeah. The way he used the very literary text and mm -hmm. put together with uh, heavy metal music yeah. and uh, with the musical. That was something very joyful at the same time, yeah. very demanding, because if you really want to follow the yeah. text, uh, it's, 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 it's very hard, yeah. but in, in the end it was like something that makes sense. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for, no, for me it, it was pretty challenging, but it was almost like it was a piece of uh, atonal music in a way or something, you know, because it's, yeah. it's finding its own kind of tonalities and rhythms and yeah, it's challenging it's a good comparison yeah <laughs> in, in so the, you did the like way. the new Joan d'Arc or um, I do it's it's also I, I I it's also challenging it's almost more I don't know I'm, I'm still kind of figuring it out it's it's more rooted in like the court aspect or in a, in a, in a way the the the, um, the kind of um, moral and, and legal drama mm -hmm. of it, um, and uh, so I'm still kind of trying to figure mm -hmm. out how, how it works in a way. Yeah. And and there there are elements of, of musical elements as well, um, where a kind of pop pop music is colliding with this mm. you know uh, m you know more uh, older setting. Uh, so that's interesting. Um, but it is it is I mean it's I guess it's his version of a of a courtroom drama, <laughs> the, yeah. the kind of most most famous one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and for a non. French speaking, it was. I mean, that's the thing. I'm sure I'm. I'm kind of missing a bit something about it. And and there is that dynamic that I don't know if a lot of critics admit to, which is that visually subtitles do kind of take you out of the the directness of the images. I mean, you do your best, but especially in that case, because there's a fair amount of text, um, and you know, you even in. I often think about just like eye movements, you know, it, it takes mm. you out a little bit. Um, but so I don't know, I, I might have missed something. Maybe maybe the pop song I would have liked more. <laughs> I mean, it's a good pop song, I'm sure. But <laughs> yeah. Um, and so so we've so Porn Boyu, let's let's go back to the Porn Boyu because that's I'm a big fan of his work. And it's interesting uh, to see him kind of uh, ex expand his, his his horizon a little bit and have a lot of fun doing it, too, because yeah. um, often his 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 movies can have a kind of um, not convoluted but involuted feel like he's mm -hmm. he's going deeper into a puzzle. Uh, this one is opening up, but he's not abandoning that kind of curiosity. Um, but I, you have to tell me a bit about what you think about it. 
Well, it's it's a film that's that seems more light, lighter than than yeah. the previous one, but maybe I need more time to process that. Mm -hmm. I think it's um, it's not as simple as it looks like because mm. the 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 it, well, it's, it's a detective story at the same time because the the concept is that everybody is. Um, cheating on on on, on yeah. others uh, yeah. i think it's, uh, it's if you put together all the pieces of the puzzle in the end you don't have like a linearity it's right. more <laughs> you have you have uh, empty space in between which is always good because it means that you have to fill these empty spaces mm. uh, i was i was very i was very pleased because of the of the of the, really of the pace uh, you know in the mm. opening scene you have there's a great song as you were mentioned about pop uh, by uh, by Iggy Pop <laughs> passengers <laughs> right. uh -huh. uh, which in a way set the the rhythm is something that okay Porumboyo is putting Iggy Pop passenger yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, as an opening uh, yeah. scene is something that you don't expect yeah yeah um, and i think that the the, the it's, it gives really another universe mm -hmm. um also, he told me, uh, because I, I had the, the, the privilege to have him in Locarno in the oh. past, so he told me about this project, and oh. I didn't get very much, because he spoke, he told me about the, this whistling uh, language, yeah. but on the other hand, he told me about the uh, surveillance camera, and I didn't oh. get how the two things come together, oh. and in fact, they are very, yeah. very much alike, because in a way, it's a way to communicate without being noticed, yeah. but at the same time, it's a way also to control other people, at least in the yeah. film, the way he used. Yeah. Um, but again, it's a it's a film that we. Uh, uh, what I like because you know more and more, maybe it's a trend, maybe it's a good trend. Mm -hmm. More and more auteur film are embracing the genre, mm -hmm. like the Brazilian film, yeah. or yeah, the the uh, the zombie film. We have many film about zombie here, yeah. uh, and here we are in the in the in the framework of um, in the genre of the of the noir of the polar. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't look like. A trend. It looks really something very organic with his work and with, especially with the, with this um, with this film, yeah. because the, the 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 noir, the polar, is the way he used to handle the society. Mm. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah. so this is something that for me it's a very interesting way. I think it's a yeah. film that hopefully will um, appeal to a wider audience. Yeah. But at the same time, without losing the work he has done, with uh, you know, I think it's Porumboy is uh, one of the best director who can give you. A, a picture of the reality through mm. small mm. detail, like uh, yeah. with his first film and and polit politist adjective yeah. was, as you said, it was go deeply and and yep. very giving like a very precise uh, yep. picture. In this film, you have a, you have the impression that it's like more wide and then less precise. But in yeah. the end, I think it's not like yeah, that. yeah. No, and it, it always seems like at, at a certain point he finds a little thread that's loose and then sort of picks at it and picks mm. it and picks it. And you realize not everything's as unified as it looks. Mm. Um, it, it's, it is it is quite interesting. Um, I find it very interesting what you're saying about like the uh, auteurs um, using genre and kind of harnessing it. And uh, where do you think that comes from? Or how do, do you think that comes in waves like over across film history? Or how, how does why, why now? How is that happening? It's just an easy question. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't know for sure. The yeah. there are like uh, waves or cycle, and uh, maybe the auteur. Because I think it's also part of the of a bigger picture of the fact that the cinema, even the, what is called the mainstream cinema, mm -hmm. is now uh, something that um, is at stake, or anyway, it's mm -hmm. it's changing. So mm -hmm. you have one kind of film, like the big blockbuster, but right. then you don't have any more the mainstream. In the middle, yeah. And the, but in the past, if you look back in the past, 
Uh, well, Porumboyo quote uh, uh, two film in the in the um, in his film. One is very well known, The Searchers, uh, mm -hmm. John Ford, which is a genre film. Yes. And the other one uh, is a film that I don't know at all. is a, a Romanian film, uh, yeah, which is know. a yeah. detective story. Mm -hmm. Again, a genre film. So it's a way the genre has always been been part of the yeah. history of the cinema, and probably in the eight from the eighties, especially in the nineties, the author uh, notion become something that embraced the old independent cinema. Mm -hmm. And yeah. now in, in auto, they want to be indep really independent. In order to be independent, the only way to find an escape uh, yeah. uh, way is to embrace what used to be the codify. Right. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I what I see it is that I can, found, I can find more freedom, sometimes mm -hmm. it's a genre film, than in pure author film. Yeah. Because the, you, you, for, for the freedom, you need some frame to escape. Yeah. If you don't have the frame, it's very hard Right. To find escape. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like Derrida or something. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no. And it's, I mean, it is interesting to think about it in, in terms of cycles or waves and just, you know, something like Breathless, where he's, mm -hmm. he's just kind of exploding a, a kind mm -hmm. of gangster character. Um, and then, or even since we have Tarantino here this year, yeah. thinking about Pulp Fiction and, and, and Pulp Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's in the yeah. title. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, the, as you said, Godard has done a lot in within, has worked a lot within the genre. Mm -hmm. uh, again, with the detective uh, and, but not only with the comedy. Yeah. Uh, the way the it seems now that the way the auteurs are embracing the genre mm -hmm. as uh, is less intellectual, maybe as mm -hmm. like they really want to start from the rule. Like the characters yeah. are clearly identified with the genre character. Yeah. And so they stick more to the rule in order, again, to find their, their own way, their own yeah. voice. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I think we're just about coming to, to the end of our, our, our time. Uh, so I don't know if you have any uh, general thoughts about uh, the, the, the festival and, and about, I mean, you mentioned earlier how the market is a bigger part of, of how things work. I don't know. Have you noticed anything about how that has developed this particular edition? Um, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's every time in, in, in the festival, uh, people from the market, they, they complain about uh, the market is getting more complicated. This year, I have the impression they are more happy. Maybe okay. the market is not getting bigger maybe why they are that's one of the reasons they are happy uh -huh. uh, maybe they can navigate better mm -hmm. um, from my point of view I, I think that over the years has become easier uh, mm -hmm. maybe also because of my role and my position it's become mm -hmm. easier to 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 uh, get meetings uh, to get feedback mm -hmm. uh, which I think it's a it's a, it's a great achievement for a festival that is like attended by so many people yeah yeah mm, but I'm not like in the acquisition so I, I don't know sure, all yeah, the yeah. details I'm like yeah. more receive I'm the at the end of the chain in the yeah. way yeah so yeah. I'm you know my, my my days are spending receiving title and right. brief pitch <laughs> and then I have to okay to see what will be ready for the next yeah. year. So it's a lot of work with my imagination. Yes, <laughs> I see. Um, and as, as a, I know you have one thing after another here, but let's say you, you had all the time in the world to see whatever you wanted here. What, what's one thing that you would see if you, if you, you know, that you, you'd want to, even even the classics? Or Cannes, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, would, I would love to see more the Cannes classic. The mm. thing that I regret the most not being able to watch is the mm -hmm. Les Cien Special, which is the oh, screening yeah. that are uh, most of the time they are documentary, but not mm. only. So yeah. I couldn't see Alain Cavalier film, oh, I saw uh, that. Patricio Guzman. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't see the film by director that I cherish a lot, Werner Herzog, with oh, a yeah. very crazy film shot in in Japan. Yeah. 
So this kind of slot I miss because it, it's like a kind of counterpoint to the competition and yeah. also the it's more discovery. It's true. And, yeah. uh, but we, yeah. it's, it's the way it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, there's never time for everything. So all the more I thank you for taking time to talk, to well, talk it movies. Nice. It's, it's good just to talk about <laughs> the movies a, a little bit. Um, but thank you so much, uh, Carlo. And, you know, I look forward so much to the first edition next year. Thank you very much. Okay. I enjoyed it. Okay, thank you. This episode of the Film Comment Podcast was sponsored by Mubi. With Mubi, each and every film is hand-selected. It's like your own personal film festival, streaming anytime, anywhere. Dive into Mubi's can takeover by heading to mubi.com slash filmcomment. That's M-U-B-I dot com slash filmcomment to get three months for just $1 until May 25th. The Film Comment Podcast is sponsored by Kino Lorber, presenting a new restoration of The Queen. Decades before Paris is burning, this iconic 1968 documentary introduced audiences to the world of competitive drag. The Queen comes to theaters starting June 28th. Right now on Ovid.tv, you can find films by the Austrian filmmaker Nicholas Gerhalter. Start with the unforgettable Our Daily Bread. The nation called it the 2001 A Space Odyssey of Modern Food Production. That's www.ovid.tv. You've been listening to the Film Comment Podcast with music by Greg Einge. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Film Comment is a bi-monthly magazine published by the Film Society of Lincoln Center. Since 1962, Film Comment has featured in-depth features, critical analysis, and feature coverage of mainstream, art house, and avant-garde filmmaking from around the world. Visit us online at filmcomment.com to purchase a print or digital subscription to Film Comment. Or check out our app, available on Android, iOS, or Kindle.